Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Is it too late now to say sorry? Because I'm... Don't worry, Justin, you didn't let us down too much. Welcome to another episode of Sorry We Love Football, the show that knows football is horseshit, but still watches anyway. I am, unlike Aguilar, Eagles fan Daniel Hardigan. As always, I'm joined by Power Rankings champion Danny Solomon. Number one, fuck the Pats. Deeply wounded Washington football fan Jamel Johnson. Good morning. And our guest... Co-host of the We're Not Together podcast and Jared Goff truther, Rams fan, <laughs> Haley Manrique. Oh, what a welcome. Thanks, guys. What did you hate about watching football this week? Hmm. I didn't get to watch a lot of football this week, but I'll tell you something I hated about football in general. Please. So I found, I think, Jamel, I think you sent me a link to some sweet, sweet NFL shoes. Oh, yes. And I was like, fuck yeah, I'm going to get some Ram shoes. Go on the site, look them up. Only men's sizes in the cool mm. colors. I look at the women's sizes. First of all, the men's have all the team colors, all the bright colors. The women's yeah. are all completely gray. <laughs> and <laughs> a step up from pink. Right? <laughs> True. Fair. And there are only like five teams, the Rams not being one of them. Oh, women don't like the Rams. We all know that. <laughs> Damn, what, like, what five teams? I don't remember. I remember this post, but like, I remember thinking this is super trash. It was super trash. I think there was like the Packers and the Giants and then like, I don't know, three other teams. Also, I wanted some of them gray colors. I know. I wanted to switch. I like a nice neutral. You know, I I probably would have gotten the grays, but I wanted the option to get the the brightly colored ones. So I was a little teed off. Man, who who knew football was sexist? (laughs) (laughs) The NFL, get your fucking shit together when it comes to ladies merch. You guys are fucking up all over the place with that. Yeah, it's women don't want like I don't want to be the the pink Rams. I don't want to be the you know rhinestone top ray. Yeah, the rhinestone Rams. I want to just be a fucking Rams fan. I want a jersey that's just a little smaller <laughs> than most jerseys. It's been the same jersey hanging in the pro shop for twenty five plus years. Just one women's size, and now they have gray. I guess <laughs> is is the only difference. The, the only thing they've changed. Cool. Though I though I will say shout out to Alyssa Milano for trying her best. <laughs> She's trying so hard, man. Damn. She's one of our soldiers out there. Do the women the women's size jerseys are weird, right? Like the actual yeah. women's size ones? Well, because they're not like, you know, like most men's sizes are like replica, actual like replica jerseys. Um and that's or at least, you know, not not all the way to your what are the real replica ones? They're like down to half your thigh. Right. But, but yeah, they're like shaped weird. They usually have like tiny numbers. Like the usually the colors are a little off, and that's another thing because people are like, "Well, why don't you just buy 
a youth size. But like a youth size, the colors are usually not right. They usually make kids' sizes like a little brighter. And they also make like kids are shaped more like squares and adults are shaped more <laughs> like rectangles. So it like you can get it the right length, but it's too wide or you can get it the right width or it's like a crop top. So That's it's true. like there's no real option. So I wear a men's size small jersey and it's huge on me. But that's the best option I've got right now. Kids are like little Lego people. Aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's just picturing it. Danny Solomon, what did you hate about football this week? Oh, you know, it's very hard to, to hate football when your team is so good. But <laughs> I was thinking about this. The, the thing I hate about football this week is the injury report. And specifically the fact that every week – we hear about the player that's not going to play, right? There's always that one guy who's on the cusp. Maybe he'll play. Maybe he won't play. This week for us was LaShawn McCoy. He hurt his ankle. We saw video all week of him limping around. We're analyzing the limp. And then <laughs> come game day, he's just suited up and ready to go. And we all know what happened, right? It's, you know, they call it like, oh, they got fixed up. We got him taken care of. The trainers took care of it. We know they mean... They shot him up with drugs. Oh, yeah. Right? They just shot these guys up with drugs. And what they hope on the injury report is that the injury isn't so bad that the drugs don't fully mask it or the drugs don't mask it in a way that leads to more injury. You know what I'm saying? So he's not walking on the stump of his ankle while his foot's hanging off the side. Still feeling nothing. <laughs> he's like, like still Wait. completely fine, except... <laughs> The ligaments have all snapped in half. <laughs> and, you know, that's the whole thing. Like, last week you had, what, like, uh, Dallas Goddard maybe wasn't going to play. T.Y. Hilton. It's like every week there's that guy who we know is just shot to shit like a fucking, like a, like a beef cow full of hormones and steroids and drugs. And, you know, it, it's just that thing that we understand about football that maybe half, potentially more, of the players that we're watching on the field – are high as fuck out mm -hmm. there. They're just totally high. And I myself have had a very fun painkiller phase in high school and then for a short time again <laughs> uh, in my 20s after I had my appendix removed. But those things Danny are awesome. A, has top athlete status during those times. <laughs> I, was, I was just like LaShawn McCoy <laughs> sitting on my bed watching bootlegs of the Lorax while completely <laughs> stoned out of my mind. When my appendix got taken out, I just, you know, I love pills in a casual way. I think they're fun. I think all of us listening out there can appreciate the goodness of pills when we've had them. These guys, they're living off them. It's every single day. And you become like, you know, a, a, an addict and you become a person who's completely dependent on the fix and add that to the need to perform. And so we're basically birthing a league full of pill addicts. And then I was thinking... You know, I've noticed a few more weird pill ads during the games also, right? Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Jardians. I've noticed there's more <laughs> Jardians, <laughs> yeah. Jardians ads. Emgality yeah. uh, is one I, I was seeing last week. I forget what it's for. And then uh, Movantic. I saw Movantic, which is the pill that they created when you're addicted to opioids and you can't shit. You oh, I was just about to ask about that. Yeah, Movantic. That's the drug that helps you with your opioid-related constipation. I was going to ask you if you think there's league-wide constipation problems, because when I was Most on opiates, certainly. and I had my surgery, I could only take 
the pills for like a day because I was so b- I had to give myself two enemas. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, you know what? This is fucking worse than the actual pain relief. <laughs> I was like, not being able to shit is far worse. That's where sh- Movantic walks in. Bro, you can't you can't shit during the game. You might as well be constipated. I can't go poop for four that hours. Feeling that feeling when you've got that lump like right in between. That fuels some you know, of these right guys. In the center. Yeah. That's what some of these guys are playing for. That's you know, the rock these guys keep talking about. I thought it was the <laughs> ball. No, it's, it's it's not street drugs. You can get it from your trainer. The guys, <laughs> the guys, fully licensed and bonded and everything. My point in all this is, I believe the league is in bed with big pharma. They're trying to get the players addicted. They've got a full revenue stream right there, league-wide, with the players, with the ex-players, probably the announcers, too. A lot of them were ex-players. And, you know, your Joe Bucks and such, they're probably just casually addicted. They've got a tough job, so it helps take the edge off. But all of these pills, and then on top of that, they've decided they haven't had enough money, and now they're trying to sell the viewers pills. Do not buy football pills, is what I'm saying. You're giving money to the big pharma people. Oh, can I get Cialis? I can't get Cialis. If if you're on those <laughs> those other drugs, if you're on the opioids and you can't get an erection, which, by yeah. the way, Haley, I don't know if you know this, cannot get an erection on those things, mm. then you can take Cialis. Cialis. Thanks, bro. Dang, it does go all the way to the top. I love a good conspiracy theory. I'm telling you, and, and we've had this a few weeks in a row where we've come up with something like this, I think everything in football goes all the way to the top <laughs> you know th- you think that's why they sell the whole fucking months. like b-dubs chicken wing thing so they can sell you on your heartburn medication and all that Ooh. yeah they're like yeah you gotta eat chicken wings in football yeah. day yeah they it's keep coming up wings. with stranger sauces yeah <laughs> we didn't ask for a different version of sweet and spicy <laughs> again you got atomic fire sauce ads and then next to that you've got your bud light ad and then after that it's fucking Larry the Zantac? Cable Guy telling you to take Zantac or whatever the fuck. He's on a jet ski <laughs> saying he can eat whatever barbecue he likes and as long as he takes one of those pills. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, what I hated about football is um, I guess what I always hated, just having to watch the <laughs> play again. Uh, and I, my, what I really hated is that I couldn't watch it. I was on a fucking flight that didn't have streaming TV, so I missed a lot of stuff. And also just knowing that the Skins were playing on a Monday was just hanging over me. And we've never won on a Monday. We're 1-17 in 17 now. Wow. It's known. That? Much like Game of Thrones, it is known. <laughs> we lose on Mondays. It's a family tradition. And we <laughs> did yet again. And slowly I'm becoming more over it than ever. It's like Godfather 3. I keep getting reeled back in. But I know better. At least my feelings in my own heart are pretty good. I put on Criminal Minds pretty early mm. in the third quarter yesterday, and I felt good about it. They That'll were playing give you some, the justice you, yeah, you're seeking. Exactly. I wanted justice, <laughs> and I fucking got it. Yeah. <clears throat> Jamel Johnson, the Garfield of the podcast. <laughs> I guess the Redskins, the Garfield of the league. Uh, what I didn't like this week was uh, social media after a big loss. I mean, you just have to avoid it. People attack you. There's panic. The sky is falling in Philadelphia right now. Uh, They want the coaches gone. The players are trash. Everything's terrible. And then you try to find any sort of, like, respite. You go to the players themselves. Maybe they're posting something nice, like a a word of encouragement. No, they've moved on faster than 
than the fans have. These guys are out hunting. They're out at nice dinners. They don't give a shit. They've just they just did their job, and they they're not going to fucking worry about, uh, you know, what they've been up to. They just have a general life goes on vibe about them, and then when they win, it's just a pure flex. There's 85 <laughs> Instagram stories of different angles of the play they made that day, and it's just. I have to probably just get off social media, I think, is maybe part of the answer. There's a lot of random emojis, I've noticed. Fire emoji. Mm. A lot Never. Of, but then there's, like, the, the people, like, the dancing people sometimes. You see, like, the, the two <laughs> g- women or something that d- are yeah. da- in the dance pose next the to each other. Yeah. You got, like, a tree and a half-crescent moon and shit. Like, <laughs> what, are they, what are you trying to say? To be fair, none of us know how it feels to win an NFL game. So That's maybe true. you are like, fuck yeah, rainbow tree, you know? True. Maybe that expresses exactly how you feel. It's the only way to describe it is three snowflakes and a leaf. Uh, <laughs> that's just what that touchdown meant to me. And, uh, you know, on the flip side, I don't know what it feels like to lose an NFL game. So if I want to post me at a club with a mesh shirt and crazy chains on, then I maybe more power to these guys. I mean, the fashion is out of control. They're trying to compete mm. with the NBA now, I feel like. They, there's yeah. a direct – they know what each other are doing. It's competition and – I'm here for it. I'm here for that part anyway. We all no bars for Aguilar, no bars for your guy. I was going to say that's what the this fireman whole thing of is the really year about. When yeah. you said <laughs> social media after a loss, I was like, oh, Aguilar guy. That's who you're talking. I about. I did introduce myself as unlike Aguilar, um, but I think Nelson handled that the right way. He invited the guy to and his family to come see a game. I mean, that's the, a trap. The dude's a <laughs> the dude's a local hero. There's no way to win that other than just giving him tickets uh nelson salute you did the right thing all right let's move on and preview week four we're already to week four of the nfl we're almost a quarter of the way through this shit it always goes by so fast it goes by so fast i'm already upset that we have to have an off season (laughs) (laughs) preemptively upset about the off season let's get right into it this thursday the eagles are staring one and three right in the face they have to go to lambeau and play the three and oh packers Ooh. Oh, my God. This could be the season Oof. right here. It's not going to be the season, but watching this Eagles team does feel like punishment. I mean, I'm looking around like, what did I do? <laughs> like, did I not call my grandma enough this week? It's just we're dropping balls. We're fumbling everywhere. It, I don't know what I did. And that's I'm trying to blame myself because it always feels personal mm-hmm. when we play this badly. And uh, I just don't know what the fuck is going on. I don't know if I need to exercise more or if it's my diet. You know I'm what slacking I, at work. I, I don't know what the fuck it is. I found that a lot of times me watching the game is a curse on my own team. Hmm. Sometimes my teams do better when I don't watch. And it makes me really sad that I'm, I'm the problem. But you sometimes have, you got to take one for the team and, and just not watch. <laughs> you have season tickets, am I right? I do. So that's what's really hard. <laughs> so I just go to the stadium and close my eyes. <laughs> Just enjoy some a leisurely tailgate party <laughs> yeah. and then just leave. Just there, go home. <laughs> there is something to that, though. I think some of the memories I have of like the biggest Eagles wins are a friend or like my dad or something calling me because I, you know, you had some other thing you had to do. And then people are like, did you, can you believe we won? Or, hey, man, like we actually pulled that one out and I had no idea what was going on. The rare games that I missed, we do usually seem to win. Right. So. What is that? We should just stop watching football, <laughs> and then we'll all win the Super Bowl. We'll be the ultimate football. This is what I've we been a... saying to you guys this whole time. We need to stop. 
My last year was the least, the fewest amount of Redskins games I ever watched in my life, and I've never been happier. I felt so good. It was like I was on Jardians. <laughs> I now have to find out what Jardians does. Didn't help their win loss record, but maybe. But that you're early in your uh, your experiment of not watching the games. Um, yeah, Haley, do you, do you care about the Packers at all? Is that a team that interests you? Um, only in the sense that I'm. And I, I think this is everyone thinks this, but I, I, I think we're all pretty sure Aaron, Ro- Aaron Rodgers is a closeted gay man. And um, Haley I is totally qualified, bonded, <laughs> and licensed by the state to like, say that as a gay woman. That's right. I had to go down to the county courthouse, get my lesbian card, and um, so yeah, that, that lasts about ten years, and then I have to update it. But uh, yeah. for now, the, I am goddamn card red car- tape with this being gay stuff. <laughs> Um, I don't know. That's my theory. I hope so. You know, there's a lot of rumors out there. And why? And wait not that and it's a bad thing. I'm hoping it is because I think it's a good thing. He would be. It would blow the doors off the whole fucking. We all know. First off, like, what is it? Like, ten to twenty percent of the population is gay or bi or LGBTQ, and it's got to be represented in the NFL in some way. For sure. And Aaron Rodgers would just be like, "Oh, that's the one. That's the one that would open the whole." Thing wide Doesn't open, he look you know? like he's always got like a smirk on, like he's got a secret too? <laughs> you the know, mustache. He's, he's always got that little smirk, and he's like, <laughs> uh, "Yeah, <laughs> I'm gay." Anyway, <laughs> anyway, hike me the ball. <laughs> he just looks like he has a secret, and I hope that's that he's gay because I think that'd be so great for the league. If, if he... this were to be the case, I really would hope he would um, come out while he was playing and as a player in the league. I think that that would, like Danny said, change everything. I mean, yeah. We've had a, a few um, players after their careers come out, and it just doesn't have the same impact. It doesn't feel like you have a face um, for mm-hmm. the NFL yet. And, I mean, Aaron Rodgers would just be incredible. I mean, if if that's the case, then, Aaron, yeah. we implore you, come out. Yeah. Please. We, and we've got the that short-lived Rams player, Michael I'm Sam. Sure. Yeah. But, you know, it would be good to have someone who's like – dominant great player again i mean sadly like to get people's attention or to get people to be like okay this is awesome you need to get someone who's already beloved i think uh true and the pack look good this year they got a good defense somehow this is possibly their year this is possibly the return of a rod entirely if they win a chip and then he's at the podium and he's like hey bro i'm gay game changer would be be amazing i highly recommend it unless he's in debt and if you're in debt, wait, bro. <laughs> Pay off your house, bro, because they will take that shit from you, bro. If you if Even your if money's you have straight, the gay card. yeah. Even if you go to the county courthouse, exactly. If your money's good, do that. We need you. <laughs> that just Jamel, not really, kind of saving the segment for Packers fans listening for real Packers analysis <laughs> by saying they have a good defense. Anyway, yeah, Aaron Rodgers is gay, and that's who. That's why I'm picking the Packers this week. <laughs> Bro, yes, but, 100%. But they are a good team. I should mention that. <laughs> they too. are. They are. The good defense this year, totally improved. And the Eagles are on the ropes. It's kind of a, what do you call it, like a, like a cornered animal kind of game. Like a, you know, you got them you got on the ropes. I'm calling it a close your eyes special, as, uh, <laughs> ha- as Haley had. I'm just going to watch through my, my finger cracks and just hope things don't go terribly. Um, I am starting the Packers defense in fantasy. You told me not to, and I just I don't believe. I don't believe in it. Big mistake. All right, that's the, that's the Thursday game. 
Um, we just blew some Packers fan mi- fans' mind, hopefully. <laughs> yeah, they've never heard Aaron Rodgers' gay rumors before. <laughs> some people close their ears, That's not just their eyes. Nothing more telling than him dating Danica Patrick. What is he doing? <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's like, I saw in those GoDaddy ads. She seems like what? A, she seems like people think she's hot. The fuck? <laughs> I went to GoDaddy.com. I thought it was something else. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Sunday games, 1 p.m. We got Jamel's Teen Titans taking on the Atlanta Falcons. These are two one and two teams. Um, Jamel, talk about your Titans. Well, things are looking pretty dire over there at Titans headquarters. Um, <laughs> that game against the Browns, turns out the Browns, not some shit to write home about beating the Browns week one. And the Titans look a little soggy. Things don't look good. Uh, they look Fucking dumb- Groundhog Day. They, it's Every year they look the exact same. Same, yeah. They look like some shit, and they're dumb as shit. And <laughs> last week they fucking uh, they came out and did the Remember the Titans intro and proceeded to get that ass beat <laughs> by a third-string fucking quarterback. Uh, so, yeah, no. that's good. Also, you know what I found out about the fucking Titans? I might be fully off the Titans bus, uh, if for nothing else other than the fact that Mike Vrabel sounds like a dude from the De Bears sketch. <laughs> he sounds and looks like a De Bears guy. I had no idea. His post-game press conference blew my mind, and I've never been more disgusted in my life. Now there's real football yeah. analysis. <laughs> now, oh, you know what? the Titans? Let me think. No. <laughs> I don't even have a line for the impression. Just oh. throw one out. You, got to, you owe it to the listeners. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know... Um, we kind of got off the track somewhere in the third quarter. I, I had a heart attack. And, uh, <laughs> it was so worth it. That kind of threw the play calling off a little bit, and then uh, we'll, we'll get it back uh, under control. <laughs> it's like, how the hell did I wind up in Nashville? <laughs> uh, Danny, what do you think about this Falcons team? Uh, before I before I say that, I just want to let everyone know that Jardiance is a type 2 diabetes medication. <laughs> I am on Jardiance. <laughs> Like I said, and uh, and on top of that, I think I think the Falcons could use could use a little Jardians this week because uh, the things are not very sweet. All right, I tried to make that happen; it didn't work. <laughs> the opposite of that. Uh, but you know, the point being that the Falcons are one and two because and should should potentially be zero oh and three. And I know that's music to Dan Hardigan's ears, which I'm not I'm not trying to to tickle the balls here. I'm I'm telling the truth. I think the Falcons should have lost that game as well and be 0-3. The problem is what it has been for the last couple of seasons, which is their offense kind of sucks. I know that Julio Jones is insane and he's amazing and he's going to do things every single game, but you know the rest of the offense isn't doing anything. I mean, you don't you don't hear about Mohamed Sanu catching balls. You don't really hear much from Calvin Ridley, which we all thought was going to happen. And then a running game that is always injured, and if they're not injured, they're just not playing that well. I mean, I, I know a few people that uh, drafted Devontae Freeman this year. I knew to stay away from that crap. That was never going to work. He's. It's not even that he's always getting hurt or that he's having to sit a bunch. It's the fact that he just doesn't have it anymore. He just can't cut the way he used to 
and he's not getting around the edge like he used to, and he's not catching the passes from Matt Ryan, who low-key kind of sucks. And then their defense lost Keanu Neal this week for the year, for the second year in a row, same injury. So that dude's going to be on a lot of pills as he watches from the sidelines the Atlanta Falcons losing this game against the homely Tennessee Titans, <laughs> who somehow Mariota their way to, I'm going to say, a four-point victory. Wow. Very specific. Specific take. Yeah. And if that doesn't happen, I'm going to do my segment on why I hate football next week on shitty takes. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's not only a close your eyes special, that's a turn the channel special. I hope to not watch a second of that game. Uh, Next 1 p.m. game, we have the Washington football team going to New York to play the the just re-energized New York Giants. Um, Jamal, you want to talk five. about? Is Eli playing? Eli is dead. Eli died. Yeah, yeah. Eli got it. Is gone forever. He's on the sideline with the headset. He's got the clipboard. He's handing out handshakes. He's done. Gotcha. But there's a new man in town. Sure. Yeah. I we've talked so much shit about Daniel Jones. We made him okay at football. Had we not said anything, he would have been a dumb idiot throwing balls at people's butts. <laughs> but now he's like good out of. Yeah, now he's good out of spite. Uh, despite this, I do think this is a winnable game for the Skins. I mean, last night sort of was. You know, Case Keenum's playing, so it kind of wasn't. Going for that first down, I thought, you know, you get the quick quarterback sneak. Yeah. that one yard. He doesn't need, and you're in the game. He didn't know he wasn't it. on the fucking goal line. What? What are you doing trying to jump over the pile? Yeah. Scary what? Terry, though, looking scary. He does look good, and that's uh, that's a thing to watch is just the fact that he's, like, consistently good. And, uh, I mean, it's weird. I think we could win, and I want to see us win. But if we lose about two more games, it's Haskins time. But that is also a bummer because it's just another reason to keep watching these fucking idiots. So I'm kind of just – I'm torn in three directions, and they all end up with me watching – the crap ass Redskins play again, and it makes me very sad. Do you think? Do you think the flies are going to be a problem? Because uh, usually Eli's out there on the field uh, collecting flies in his mouth. No, I think Daniel Jones can keep his mouth closed. I think it's. <laughs> a, I think they figured out the the fly problem at the Meadowlands. You got a bug zapper. Yeah. And uh, you know the Skins will probably lose in excitingly dumbass fashion. <laughs> Keenum's getting the That's ball. What you can ask for? Ke- Keenum is throwing the ball. It's not his fault. To the other team as well. He had, think, <laughs> I think, five turnovers yesterday. Um, I think it's Dwayne Haskins' time right now, and I think he's going to start this week. Um, Whoa. I do. I think they're going to do Haskins-Jones and just kind of – we're going to look at what the NFC East, those two teams are going to look like going forward. But I want to talk about Daniel Jones. As an Eagles fan, I'm ecstatic about this development um, just because it means that the Giants' management and coaching staff is safe. They've been – just now they look smarter than hell, and it's just like, oh, look, these guys are geniuses. But let's not forget that Dave Gettleman's a dumbass. He let Landon Collins walk. Uh, he's on the skins now. He trades Odell Beckham. You know who'd look great on this Giants team? Odell Beckham Jr. That's a perfect target for Daniel Jones to be throwing to. And, yeah, he drafted Saquon Barkley number two overall, which is a terrible pick. Barkley's obviously a great player. Um, you know who wasn't on the field during this huge Giants comeback? Saquon Barkley has hurt the entire game. Hurt for Running back doesn't matter. 
So you just proved your point, uh, Dave Gettleman. This guy what, doesn't even belong on your team. You haven't won anything when Barkley's on the field. Um, they weren't preparing for a Daniel Jones onslaught, though. They were prepared for for a Saquon game, and then they got Jones. It reminds me of uh, when the Cowboys traded for Amari Cooper last year and saved their season and Jason Garrett's job. And I just love having incompetent coaches within the division. This is great. Bring it on. I Maybe love whole- it. Daniel Jones, keep throwing touchdown passes. I'm not worried about you. I can't wait to play the guy in a couple weeks. That whole division's going 7-9. and nine. Uh, All right, moving on. We got the Los Angeles Chargers of San Diego <laughs> headed to the Miami Dolphins. Man, another 1 p.m. game. Danny, any any word on these dolphins? I don't think there are any words to be spoken. I mean, yeah, it's we all know what's going on. They're they're tanking. They're having a fun time doing it. <laughs> um, it seems like they're just having a blast, losing games, and and then you know getting out in, into South Beach and shopping for Prada sunglasses or whatever the fuck you do out there. I was only there once. That seems like the entire <laughs> economic <laughs> infrastructure of the city. Um, Sunglass huts. You know, I, I think the only question is, will they go 0-16? I think I think definitely it's in play because there's not a team that's worse than them. On their schedule? The on the schedule and, it, and also just in general in the entire NFL. <laughs> there's nobody who has as much incentive to lose as the Dolphins do because they want that super high draft pick, and we all know it. Mm-hmm. And everybody seems to have signed off on the tank. So you get Rosen in there, right? You chosen you, you Rosen. Get the you get the little story that they had this week about like, oh, he gave he gave a little spark. He didn't just fold. We didn't look as bad. They scored like two fucking touchdowns. The guy the guy can't really throw downfield. He's a disgrace to all Jews in the in the <laughs> entire world. We all we know that me and Hardigan is Jews. Uh, <laughs> I, and it, you know he's and he's making us look bad. He's making it so that we're not going to be able to cross the religion barrier again anytime soon. See, that's why you need someone to almost like the coming out thing. You need someone who's already an established quarterback to come out as Jewish. Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. Perfect. Get, gay candidate. and Jewish. Let yeah. him take it all on his back, <laughs> like he always does. And that's the only way you're going to cross <laughs> he's that border. He's, yeah. <laughs> well, I, I mean. That's div- I, there's a lot of power in being a bottom, right? For sure. I mean, if you're that type of bottom, if you're a power bottom. Yeah. Totally. And what? And what? What is there a technical thing about being a power bottom that you're just like you need to drive the action? Is that? I, I apologize for not for being so ignorant about this and not having read. Oh, up that's on okay. It, I'm really glad action, that this is where this is going. <laughs> it can go anywhere. But we're you sorry, we love football. We can't. It, we can't. You can do that. You can like I guess be driving the action. Drive it. But I think it's also. Uh, Maybe a state of mind, too. Just like know? when you're getting railed, you're like, yeah, you <laughs> fucking loser. Yeah, do it, idiot. <laughs> you know. Speaking of taking control. That's Haley. what the Dolphins are doing, <laughs> by the way. Haley, did you know Philip Rivers has nine kids? I did know and he counting. had a litter. Yeah, he's got a whole litter. <laughs> um, it's Buck Wild. Actually, I was going to mention that that's probably the only way that the Dolphins could have any kind of advantage is if they infiltrate Philip Rivers's litter in some way kidnap the whole family yeah i mean that's a lot of wrangling (laughs) i don't damn it there's only seven i don't think there's vans big enough for that but if you kidnap three of the nine children he might notice decent ransom he might notice (laughs) if you take three of them (laughs) just 
just a third of the kids. He might lose a game for that. You might be able to get him to, to beat the spread. This is a, an opportunity for the Dolphins here because the Chargers are just so folly-friendly. It just would be a very Charger thing to do to drop this game on the road. That's true. They've got no no home of their own, you know. I know. It's they, sad. They've got no home to call their own. I mean, Los Angeles, like, that's, come on, that's Rams country, baby. It's, <laughs> it's fully decided. There was an article that came out this week about how there's genuine worry that the Chargers are not going to be able to pull their weight in the new stadium. But then what do you do? You already signed the deal. You already made the stadium. And now you're just going to, what, you're going to kick your roommate out before you even move in? We would have had a better chance with the Raiders, but also then I would have had to share a stadium with the Raiders. Yeah. That's right. way more that. way more felonies happening <laughs> yeah, nobody at the wants games that. if you have the Raiders there for sure. And no Vegas. Yeah. And they, no Vegas. There's Chargers fans. Shout out to my guy Roscoe. I had a Lyft driver a couple weeks ago. <laughs> His name's Roscoe. He's a huge Chargers fan and he makes beats. <laughs> they sound pretty good. Sounds like your typical Philip Rivers <laughs> aficionado. Hell yeah. At Roscoe liked <laughs> on Instagram. There's no way that the Dolphins win this game, though. I just no. have to say. The Chargers aren't playing well, but that doesn't mean they're a bad team. They're just not. They're banged up. All the, Half their team's hurt, as always, every year. But the Dolphins, it's like the whole team is on IR, and they just – it's like the fucking replacements or whatever. Keanu Reeves is starting. <laughs> It'll be a good scrimmage for the Chargers. <laughs> All right, moving on. We got our next game, Oakland Raiders. Last time we get to say that the Oakland Raiders for – this season, just enjoy it. The Oakland Raiders. Oakland. 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 Soak it in too short. <laughs> Traveling to play in the Dome in Indianapolis, taking on the 2-1 and Colts. Uh, these Colts looking good, Jamel. Yeah, they do. And uh turns out Eric Ebron is their guy. Jack Doyle, where the fuck are you? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Get the fuck out of my face. I mean, look, they... <laughs> Get out of our faces, Jack Doyle. Doyle, you piece of shit. You can't do the pot. You dumbass. Uh, they are good. they got a good line. And uh, Brissett, pretty good. Had 16 straight completions the other day. And uh, I hope they win. I think, you know, it should be a good game. I mean, the Raiders are overperforming at this point, right? Yeah. Surprising. Which is surprising. We all had them at 0-3. Come on, don't you'd be lying if you said you thought they would win a game before like November. I didn't think they'd be the Broncos. Exactly. But I'd like to see the Colts win if for no other reason than Blue, the mascot. My dude was uh <laughs> dancing around to a low rider uh in front of Lucas Oil Stadium, uh, and it looks really cool. So uh <laughs> as long as they keep that going. I'm with it. Your reasoning is very similar to my reasoning when it comes to football teams. Danny, anything to say about division rival Oakland Raiders? You know, I'm, I people always try to say that uh, that as a Chiefs fan, I should hate the Raiders the most. I actually hate the Broncos the most. Uh, the Raiders are, you know, the afterthought because they're clearly mired in a 10-year hell that's going to end only when John Gruden's cron contract ends. Year two <laughs> of this contract. And it's not even about Antonio Brown. It's just like they don't feel like a team. It feels like just a collection of, of oddities, you know? It's like one of those museums where you can see, like, little babies in jars and stuff, <laughs> like fetuses. Mutant and old, football league. Like, like old, like, chastity equipment and, and like... Uh, <laughs> Of forceps they used to use to do like primitive gynecology. <laughs> Are they going to update any of this when they move to Vegas? 
Well, Vegas, you know, that I think things are going to change. I think Gruden is going to try to really up the star power, try to do what the Browns did this offseason, just make it more of a show. They tried it with Antonio Brown, and it failed, and that was ridiculous. But I think he's going to try to do it with the whole team. He's got the cap space. they got a shitload of cap space. This season is about sort of, hey, I'm, I'm John Gruden, and I'm competing. And so that's what they're doing. They're competing in games. They're not winning games. They're not going to win a lot of games, but they're trying to figure everything out for the Vegas move. And I think the funniest part about all of this is that Derek Carr, uh, apparently, this is the, the reported story, that he bought a house next door to John Gruden's in Vegas. He believes he's making the move. Uh, that is a true believer. When you're playing like Derek Carr is, I would at least see if I could get my deposit back. <laughs> I'm not sure he's going to be the quarterback in Oakland next year. I think at the very least he's going to be in one of these, you know, Eli, Daniel Jones, uh, Keenum Haskins situations where he's going to be the, the veteran starter who has like a four-play leash in the first game of the next season, and he is going to get yanked for some young dude. Let's say it's, uh, I don't know, Justin Herbert or some crap from Oregon. I just looked up. A, a mock draft just now because I do not watch college football. That stuff is almost as garbage as the Oakland Raiders. Okay, moving on. We got the Carolina Panthers heading to the Houston Texans. Um, I think we've seen the last of Cam Newton as a Panther. I really don't think we're going to see him even in gear on the sidelines anymore. Coach Rivera was asked about his timetable to return. He's just said, I have no idea. He's got a, they announced it today, he's got a Lise Franck injury. Is it a foot injury? It is foot. Did you it's see the, the guy couldn't foot. throw the ball the first two weeks? That has nothing to do with your foot. I don't know what's going on with you gotta Cam. you got to plant it. You have to plant mm -hmm. it to get the power. Cam will be on the Bears next season. Uh, this It's it's a weird ending. It's a shocking ending. Well, I'm excited to see now that he has all this free time where his fashion goes. I mean, that's... It can go somewhere else? I, uh, <laughs> it can go further than this? May, might be the limit. I don't Jeez. know. Jeez. Okay. I think he's trying to just weird his way out of the league. I think his love for football has waned, and his love for Little Red Riding Hood has yogurt. grown. Greek yogurt. Yeah, he might be setting himself up for you know the next act after football. Yeah. You know who do you get to host this uh, this show or to do this thing? I don't know, fucking crazy Cam Newton who wears babushka headdresses. <laughs> oh yeah, that man is going to be on Dancing with the Stars. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So soon. Years. He's just setting himself up for his next act. I think. But Kyle Allen played decently in this in He's this very game. Good. Like I, you know, you don't. Ex I don't know. Even, I don't even remember him getting drafted. I don't know what school he went to. That this is the kind of analysis that that we're really doing on this show is just kind of asking the listeners questions about your teams. But he seemed he threw four touchdowns in that game, two hundred fifty plus yards. Not bad. Not bad. Even against a bad team, I think if this guy plays decently, what do you do? You start him the whole season and just let cam sit it out and then go through the QB competition in the off season or just kind of cut your losses. And then he's a Raider. I don't expect cam to be with the team the rest of the, the way you believe he's gone. He's just going to get cut. I think no, he's not going to get got cut. A contract, right? I think that he is finding himself and the, the team doesn't know how to handle it yet. And it's a sensitive situation. And they're going to let Cam figure it out. But the, what Cam's going to figure out is, I don't want to live in Carolina any, or in North Carolina anymore. And I'm Charlotte. It's Charlotte. Don't Charlotte. Don't disparage the city of Charlotte. Excuse me. Anyway, any words on the Texans? Not much. Deshaun Watson's great. 
that team's good. O line looked better. Mm-hmm. They actually held up, and let's move that's on. The big problem they had. Let's move on to whatever what Danny wants to talk about. <laughs> the Chiefs at Lions. Um, Jamal, you want to talk about the Lions before we get into the Chiefs? They have a shot to win this game. If for no other reason than it's at home. I know what you're going to say, Danny. I know exactly what you're going to say. My my baby boy. My baby boy, Patrick Mahomes. He's playing in a air-controlled... Con- he's playing in an air-conditioned stadium. He can throw the ball anywhere. He's so good. I love him. He's so good. He's so good. The Lions are a feisty team. They're not. They they're in every game they play. Undefeated. Undefeated. They've got more than a zero percent chance to win this game. It's not going to be a blowout. I don't think. The, have the Chiefs blown out anybody this year? Well, I mean, we beat the okay, Jags week one, by fourteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's we beat that the counts. Raiders by eighteen. These are blowouts. And we were blowing out the Ravens until the fourth quarter. It was thirty to thirteen at that time. And then we kind of let him sneak back in with some crazy Lamar shit. That guy's good, though. Lamar's good. Played a great game. They are a great team. The Ravens have both a great defense and a really good up-and-coming offense. And we kind of spanked their butts. And the Lions don't have any of that exciting stuff anywhere. Like, the Lions running back, Kerryon Johnson, is probably the I, – I would say he's probably the most electrifying player on the yeah. team. I guess you got Kenny Galladay. But, like, what what is there that can go toe-to-toe? I mean, honestly, you guys are going to win because the Lions made the biggest mistake you could in dropping C.J. Anderson. <laughs> what a fucking mistake. Dude, I'm so, so glad, I'm so glad. I'm so pissed the Rams didn't pick them up. Why, why is C.J. – why doesn't anyone want C.J.? C.J.'s on the streets right now. No team. He can come to my – C.J., I don't. I'll figure out something for you to do. But come to my house. We'll pay you. I, I can't pay you as much as you know these other teams. But if you're on the streets, call me. I'll give you a home. I'll put you up. I'll throw. I'll make some drills up for you in the backyard or something. Just give me a call. She doesn't have a lot of space. <laughs> She's got a lot of space. She's got a huge backyard. There's right. a couple dogs running around. They got a pool table. Play yeah. some cornhole. Yeah, CJ, we love you. Just cut at the dog poops. You know that's how. Yeah. Come Those to Van Nuys. Those your defenders. Come to Van Nuys and then Brazil. <laughs> I think this might be the Chiefs' first blowout of the year. Uh, I don't. I mean, I would. I would definitely enjoy that. I really don't like the stress of a close game. And luckily, we have a guy who every time he throws it, you know that feeling when you see your quarterback throw the ball, and there's that split second before the camera catches up to where it's going, where you're just like, this could go anywhere. And with Alex Smith, I was just like, oh, this is th- that shit's going. I don't know who that's going to. I didn't. I couldn't even see what he was looking at. But in that split second, I always had dread that that ball was going to a bad place. And every time Patrick Mahomes does it, that split second is pure bliss. I'm just like, I can't wait to see how that crazy-ass pass is going to end up in a dude's hands. It's just a wonderful feeling. It's, 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 it's football nirvana. I needed it after all the years of suffering that I've taken. And now it's all your turn to suffer. <laughs> well, I'm really happy you're finally in a healthy relationship. This is what I needed. I just... You know, my wife wasn't quite doing it, <laughs> and Patrick Mahomes stepped in. Can't trust my wife, but I can trust Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, you know, I don't know what she's up to right now. <laughs> she says she's at work. 
Danny, did you see your ex, Alex Smith, walk out onto the field last night? And I was proud of him. Look, I don't want it to be... <laughs> I just want him to be happy. <laughs> I want him to have a, a beautiful life. I want him to win the lottery, even though he basically <laughs> did with that Skins contract. And now he's laughing in your face, Jamel, while he's walking around on, on a cane, laughing at you. <laughs> like Willy, He looks like Willy Wonka out there. Danny warned you. That he was a fuckboy. He yeah. did. You did, man. And then his leg exploded. You can't say no to those Total fuckboy behavior. <laughs> Having your leg disintegrate like fucking Thanos did something to it. He doesn't text you back and he explodes. He served his purpose as a bridge quarterback for the Kansas City Chiefs. And he's like, if anybody watches Rick and Morty out there, he's like a Meeseeks. You know, he does his job and then disappears into nothingness, <laughs> into non-existence. And that is Alex Smith's fate for the rest of his days i hope he's i hope he's out on a beach in tahiti hanging out with fucking tony romo drinking coronas <laughs> all right next game we got browns at ravens um the browns on sunday night really just shit the bed in front of america they had so many opportunities to win that game freddie kitchens runs a draw play on fourth and nine i think we all laughed at that that was ridiculous they had four attempts from inside the five at the end of that game um they went five wide three plays and then four wide and one running back for one of the plays if you can't just line up and get four yards on four plays just going straight ahead power football i mean i then i don't know what to tell you like yeah. wouldn't you have been more worried if he would have just ran the ball four times into the line oh, how sure. did you feel as a rams fan in that last drive i mean the rams defense is no joke They're great like but You've had you have that many opportunities. Surely you can just punch it in. Yeah, you would think. But I mean, I you know I was disappointed as a Rams fan, even though we won. You know, I was like, we should have really stomped these motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> You'll have plenty of motherfuckers to stomp all season long. Can't wait. It's just you have Nick Chubb back there. This is probably your best player on that offense. I mean, other than Beckham, you don't. He doesn't get the ball once. They don't throw the ball to Odell Beckham once. Um, yeah. It's starting to make me think that maybe they are going to do something with Kareem Hunt when he comes back from suspension. Like, I thought for sure that it was just sort of one of those things where you sign the guy, he plays a couple of games, like, you know, plays like 10 snaps in a game maximum, and then you flip him for something better in the offseason. But now I think because they're not really using Chubb that much and not very well, that they might turn the keys over to Kareem Hunt when he comes back and, you know, does his full apology to her for beating that woman. <laughs> I mean, that's what happened. We yeah. all, we have to say every time that should be a policy on this show is that every time we mention a player who has domestic violence issues, that we be very specific about what they were. He beat up a lady, punched her and kicked her on tape. And the chiefs got rid of him because we are beautiful arbiters of morality. <laughs> we, we know what's right and wrong. And stop we, it. Tyreek Hill was <laughs> right. Stop and it. Didn't beat his kid. Okay. And uh, that makes sense because the Browns who employ Kareem Hunt are going to play the Baltimore Ravens who were kind of the, um, they paved the way for this sort of thing. The first elevator video with Ray Rice. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, every team has skeletons. These two teams are currently, I don't know. I don't have much to say about the Ravens. Lamar Jackson's awesome. That's a tough game that they lost in KC. It's a Didn't tough environment. Yeah. I mean, he played really, really well. He threw up some YOLO balls, and they our <laughs> defense really can't. You know that old game 500 where you would just yeah. throw the ball in the air? That's basically what he was doing in the fourth quarter 
but I guess our D-backs are terrible at 500 because they were just – they looked inept going up against just a, a duck in the air. If only he called dead or alive, you know. He could have just picked <laughs> it up. Last early game, matchup of the undefeateds. We have the Patriots traveling to Buffalo to play the Bills. Um, friend of the program, Aaron Vale, was there on Sunday. She kept sending videos of the O.J. Simpson number 32 uh, tribute that's in the stands. And Oof. while quoting the sorry to this man, uh, Kiki Palmer meme that's going around right now, she's like, I don't know who this is. I don't recognize this man. Sorry to this man. I mean, is there anything more ominous than the O.J. Simpson tribute? That is hanging at New Era Field in the rafters. We do need Just- to watch out before we become a full-on OJ podcast. <laughs> and actually, if any if any listeners out there, besides throwing us five stars or reviews or all that crap that actually helps a podcast, if you just want to weigh in on, on some level, Twitter, what have you, and let us know if we should or should not reach out to OJ Simpson to come on the show. Uh, we're leaning towards not. We think not. <laughs> But maybe Not if, if I'm here. Yeah, you response. know my boat. I'm a blonde lady with brown eyes. Are you kidding me? I, don't yeah. hey, don't hey, let we'll me get you out of here. You know we can't help we'll get you out of here, but I think it's worth discussing. It's at least a discussion. Let's we at least talk about it. We should do a Twitter poll, it. something like that. We Let's just have him on and talk about Naked Gun. Look, we'll ask him the hard <laughs> questions. Let's talk about the Hertz commercials. <laughs> we don't have to talk about the other thing. I'm saying the opposite. I'm saying we have to ask him the hard questions. We can't just softball him with questions about his great performance in the Naked Gun series. (laughs) Look, see if you can get him to do a Bugs Bunny, Elmer Fudd type thing. You killed her. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. Yes, Yes, I I did. (laughs) And then that's legally binding. (laughs) Legally binding. We'd have him. Double jeopardy be damned. Uh, Yeah, he must be so proud of that thing. It's still hanging in Buffalo. His number is still retired. I mean, it's his one thing that he still has left. We should it's just take that strange down. that it's still have, up there. We should also I mean, petition just, to take that down. Uh, yeah. Danny, any thoughts on the Patriots? Uh, no, you know they're <laughs> going to win this game. Uh, they, will. they just they're just a machine. They're the evil empire. I think I've said this enough times. They're playing, you know, actually surprisingly bland on offense, but their defense is insane. I mean, their their defense just is perfectly schemed and has probably the best personnel that. Uh, Bill Belichick has had in a long time and Bill Belichick is just scowl smiling his ass off he just loves it with the defense being the star of the show that's why he has all this fucking big dick energy that he goes out and gives the death stare to a reporter asking him about Antonio Brown like just really like eyeballing her like she he he acts like such a baby sometimes he's just such a little bitch and I Mm -hmm. really don't like Bill Belichick the man anymore but the team is loaded on defense and Tom Brady's it on offense and you know Rex Burkhead scores touchdowns and fucking you know they're gonna they've got this rookie running back he's probably gonna score three everybody gets three touchdowns on the Patriots offense that's the whole thing so they suck in fantasy but they're always going to going to win these games by at least seven points mm-hmm. I don't think the Bills present a challenge I know that that Aaron is a friend of the show and I know that we have several Bills fans listening out there but uh i do believe that even though the bills defense is you know top five in the league that they got they they, they just have nothing they have nothing to yeah. really throw well, when you, they got when you, a shot man if for nothing else they're gonna throw dildos at tom brady please <laughs> do that that is a tradition yeah so like even the masters if, if they get blown out 
more opportunities to throw a dildo at the man himself. God, hit Tom Brady with a dildo at least. Let us watch the meme of that all week. I really think the last four or five Patriots at Bills games, dildos have wound up on the field. So it is a tradition unlike any other, and we're looking forward to it. As a, ha- as a purveyor of dildos, those things aren't cheap. Like, you've got to be really committed to, to that, um, to do that. You know, bat- like when the, uh, the, the who, th- uh, who throws the batteries? Eagles. Oh, Eagles. Uh, Eagles, right? <laughs> Eagles fans, that's us. That's Don't us. throw oh my whatever. God. Yeah. Whatever's in the stands. So you guys throw yeah, the batteries. They're the ones throwing real weapons. That's a, that's a, but that's yeah, a that's little, more, little more cost effective, at least. You know, you got to buy some dildos. That gets a little pricey. You For know sure. that old Eagles tradition of throwing ninja stars into the <laughs> It's just what they do. It's fun. I'm just happy to be recognized. Uh, <laughs> afternoon games. Buccaneers at Rams. Bucks blue. Uh, a game at home. Now they have to come to L.A. Haley, I believe, will be in attendance. I will be there with my eyes closed, baby. No, I, I, I won't need to close my eyes for this game. Um, obviously, the Rams are going are gonna to beat the Bucks. Um, you know, it, it was weird. I, I went to uh, – the Bucks are actually my true home team. I'm from Tampa. Um, I, but I was born and raised a Rams fan, so I've always been a Rams fan. Um, and I also went to Florida State, so Jameis was our quarterback. Oh, you're a complete turncoat. Oh, for sure. Turning I your mean- back on <laughs> the trashiest part of the nation. I know, right? Well, when I heard – well, you know, obviously Jameis Jacksonville somebody. exists, Danny. <laughs> That's true. Haley is the flower that grew out of the pot of dirt. <laughs> um. But so going to school there was always, you know, it was hard. It was tough because Florida State was winning games. And then, of course, Jameis had sexually assaulted someone, raped somebody. And then it's like, fuck, can't we just have a nice thing? And then when I heard he was going to Tampa, I I honestly didn't think he would last this long because Tampa is a trash city. I really thought he'd get into more trouble there. He has. I mean, he but more and more. Legs. Oh, you're talking about he had a, he had a run in with an right. Uber driver. Um, that was, that the, was that's what Haley's talking about, right? Oh, is that the Florida or State did incident? He also sexually assault somebody while at Florida State. They're those diff- two different incidents. Yes, he did that. He also stole crab legs. Yeah. He also yelled, "Fuck her right in the yep, wait, in the, fuck her in right the in the pussy in the in the union." In but the that was union. you know everybody was saying that. That was a fun. That was just all 2010. It would have not been news if he not. wasn't. It would have not been news if he wasn't Jameis Winston. Like, who cares? That was just a dumb college kid thing. But and even the crab legs, it's kind of like, it's stupid, but it's like forgivable, you know. Crab but legs are good. Crab legs are good. Uh, yeah, the Rams are gonna fucking win. Also, yeah. uh, there probably shouldn't be Uber drivers in Tampa. I bet <laughs> whatever happened was the Uber driver's fault. I, That's what I'm going to say. Hot takes. <laughs> uh, I don't think you're wrong. You know, Tam- and I'm allowed to say Tampa's trash because I grew up there. So Tampa's trash. Facts. Facts. Moving on. Seattle Seahawks at Arizona Cardinals. NFC West clashed. I can't even say clash right. That's crazy. <laughs> Did you guys see Pete Carroll take a fucking football to the schnoz? pregame <laughs> he had a mean gash on his nose just an old 68 year old man bleeding from his face trying to coach oh, no. on the sidelines well he's, I'm sure he's taking those blood thinners <laughs> make you bleed even more he's taking emgality <laughs> you know, if my grandpa got hit in the face and was bleeding i'd feel a little bad but you know sure. pete carroll's somebody's grandpa so show a little respect jamel <laughs> you were openly celebrating when this happened yeah, yeah, yeah. I turned on some pit bulls, started dancing. 
the fuck, dude? I haven't thought about the Seahawks in a while. There was a point in my life where I did hate the Seahawks. When it was Legion of Boom and they were exclusively beating us in the playoffs. Like, pre-Legion of Boom, they beat us in the playoffs. Sean Alexander and them. We had fucking Todd Collins playing quarterback in a fucking playoff game for Not us. Not even Kerry? Yeah, exactly. Todd, his dumb cousin, Todd. <laughs> and fucking, and then they fucking killed uh, RG3, even though technically Mike Shanahan killed him. But they were complicit. They were the, it's like, if the Seahawks fired the gun, Mike Shanahan had his finger on the trigger with them. You know what I'm saying? They were both involved in that. RG3 uh, was the OG leg exploding guy. Yeah, well, actually, it's Joe Theismann. Oh, We've right? had a oh lot God, of quarterbacks. Yes. A we have a long tradition, tradition of quarterbacks having their legs explode. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Welcome, welcome to the party, guys. <laughs> and this game, uh, a clash, an NFC West clash, I couldn't give a shit less about. Yeah. Go. Pete Carroll, by the way. I mean, the, the Seahawks way. are going to take it. Yeah, I oh. mean, we'll see. It's in, it's in Arizona. Kyler's tossing that thing. Pete Carroll, by the way, believes that the football hitting his nose was an inside job. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay, two more afternoon games. Vikings at Bears. NFC North clash. Clash. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, a game I don't care much about. Uh, These are two good teams. This is a good game, yeah. yeah. Defensive battle. The Vikings have a very good defense, and they really beat the crap out of the Raiders, which it it doesn't say much, but – you're supposed to stifle bad teams completely, and they did do that, and they've been doing well all season, and the offense has been doing just enough with the running game because they're just handing it off to Dalvin Cook like 30 times a game, and he's you know a, a fucking star. I mean, he's a Florida State guy that you could also appreciate, Haley, mm-hmm. who got injured a bunch and last year was out for the entire season, and he seemed like you know one of those one of those. You know, guys who burns brightly and then uh, whatever the fuck fades away fast. And it seems like instead he's going to have this great second act of the career. It does come at the expense of Kirk Cousins, who is not being allowed to throw the ball at all or do any Kirk Cousins magic that he was (laughs) known for in D.C. He used I mean, there was the season uh, a couple seasons ago where he was just lighting it up. And last season looked pretty good, throwing at Adam Thielen. And then this season, they just all of a sudden decided not to trust him. And I don't know what's wrong with Kirk Cousins. I don't know what he did. But I can guarantee he does not like that. He does not <laughs> like that game plan. Um, all right. that's Bears look great. I mean, Khalil Max is superhuman. Danny Trevathan. Just say Danny Trevathan's name out loud. Danny Trevathan. Who do you think is going to win? I mean, defensive struggle. Who's got the better offense? Trubisky looks like. Just disgusting garbage. I got the Bears in this game. It's in Chicago. They finally got their – they're 2-1. and one. I mean, they're rolling now. Yeah, the Bears will probably win because nothing helps a stalling offense like a trip to Landover, Maryland. <laughs> it's uh, been this way for about 25 years. Your team's not playing well. The quarterbacks and the receivers are not connected. Oh, shit. We got the skins next week? It's true. Things are righted. He threw t- three TDs, right? Yeah. Last night. Terrible-looking plays. He did not look good doing it. Terrible looking plays that we just allow to happen. We are a confidence building organization. The reason why we're in the league is to help everyone else's general morale. God bless you. We're here to boost league morale. Last late afternoon game, Jacksonville, who got shouted out earlier. Jags are playing 
at Denver Broncos. Um, I want to give Joe Flacco an award. Most boring quarterback in the NFL. I mean, oh. Case Keenum has at least been on every team. Andy Dalton, I suppose, is a challenger. I I uh, beg all of you to find me a more boring starting quarterback in the league. Good luck. <laughs> Danny's furiously Googling right now. He's like, I'll I will show, find out. I'll show you, you son of a bitch. I'm going to go to the boring index. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Andy Dalton's a Bills legend. That's enough. That's interesting enough for me. Um, that he's beloved in Buffalo. Andy Dalton's pretty good. Yeah, he's like, not boring. Not good. Him being a redhead makes him less boring than <laughs> half the dudes. <laughs> I don't know, man. Fuck this game. <laughs> Fuck the Jags. Minshew, I just hope Minshew's good. Yeah, Minshew, least boring. Weird name. He's got a mustache. His mustache is fun. He's cool. He's the he's the new total frat move quarterback. <laughs> yeah, he's the guy. They had that story about him like airing airing his nuts out in the locker room with just a jock strap on in college. I don't think he'd get away with that shit in the NFL. Dudes would beat him up uh, because they, there's so much gay panic in NFL locker rooms. But mm-hmm. it does seem like Gardner Minshew has kind a little bit of and and to coin not to coin but to uh, borrow a phrase from Jamel and others. He's got the sauce. A little he's saucy. Got sauce. He's got a little sauce he to him. Slaps. One might say. <laughs> I was the first person to say slaps. Thank you for acknowledging. He's 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 got something. He's got something you wouldn't expect from a six round draft pick from fucking Washington State. But friend of the show, Kit Madsen, a Wazoo Homer. Mm-hmm. He has stand. I'm using all these terms in this segment. He has standed for Luke Falk and Gardner Minshew this week. And one flopped and the other didn't. And it's got to make you think, like, maybe Gardner Minshew really is a quarterback. It's, a, it's quite a, a test this week with the Broncos' defense not playing that well. But if he wins this one, I, I might be on the Minshew Express. Uh, last, uh, last Sunday game, the night game, Cowboys at Saints. Teddy Bridgewater looked pretty good in Seattle. Cowboys are finally going to have a challenge, even though they're playing yet another backup quarterback. Um, should be an interesting game. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I feel like this is hard. this is tough for me because I don't follow many other many other teams. But when I heard Breeze was out, and I didn't even realize that Bridgewater was the backup. And I mean, I remember Teddy Bridgewater from his college days. He's a, he was great then. I mean, I haven't been following him lately, but um, another exploded leg. Not on Redskins. That's what's ha- that's what happened. That's the rare. That's the unexpected part. It's not just, a Redskins player. Just legs legs exploding all over the field. Good God. How do we prevent leg explosions? Everyone's focusing on the brain and the CTE. But how do we how do we prevent these leg explosions? There's no way around it, no way around it bro. Them legs is gone. Jardians. Jardians. <laughs> take it's, Jardians. Haley, any you want to take uh, a, a moment to say any words about the Saints or the city of New Orleans? Do you do you care? I mean, yeah. I mean, fuck the Saints. <laughs> oh, oh. you do, you do have fuck that. Fuck the Saints. <laughs> they um, changed the rules. I'm a little bitter, you know. Uh, everyone likes to bitch about that game last year, um, so I will never hear the end of it. I don't think. Um, and you know, they can bitch all they want. We're the ones who went to the Super Bowl. So. Was it Pi? Was it Pi boys? Probably. It was. But it's okay. It's fine. Those, it's those an imperfect it game. It's an imperfect game. It this is how it goes. Do we want? We've already had this discussion. Do we want robots patrolling every fucking inch of the field? No, no sir. Keep the humanity. 
And look, okay. it, it, it it's not like it's not like only one team ever get like we all have had injustices like that. Like I you know what? I kind of agree with you guys, but you know, we we've, we've had bad calls too that have cost us games. So, you know, it, it all happens. evens out. It's whoever has the destiny to go to the Super Bowl. <laughs> it will manifest itself somehow. It will control the conditions of the game or it'll control the refs or some aspect of it will will tilt in your favor. I, I have a question for you guys. Um, and it won't hurt my feelings, you can be honest. If you think if the Saints went to the Super Bowl, do you think they would have beat the Patriots? No. No. Not as currently constituted. If Breeze comes back, then maybe I mean last season. Oh last season. Yeah. I still say no. No, probably not. Yeah. So it all comes out in the wash, y'all. Um, and one last thing on, on destiny. I love when playoff time comes around and we start talking about teams controlling their own destiny. <laughs> it's just, that's the thing about destiny. You don't control it. <laughs> don't understand the phrase. Never have. It's a real um, existential <laughs> point you're making. You really uh, only okay. prepare for so much, you know? Monday night game, Bengals at Steelers. Right, we did not talk about the Cowboys. Uh, do we want to? The Cowboys not mentioned on purpose by this Eagles bastard <laughs> i mean whatever dude they're good i mean is Dak prescott actually good i think so i think he's yeah. he actually is throwing the ball a lot better the offense dakota is cooler prescott dakota johnson prescott i'm gonna say is his middle name i just think that that they changed the offense finally after years of letting zeke do the whole gamut of of you know offensive plays it's now uh, spread varied offense. You got you're getting guys in the game who you know you would have never thought could be stars like Randall Cobb or that dude Devin Smith who was garbage in New York and was like a top. It was like a second round draft pick. He's catching long bombs. They beat the Dolphins last week, so whatever. That's a uh, well, well. That's like that free space in bingo that you get. But it's just it's a very promising three games for the offense they look better than they did last year because they look different than last year and it's not all on Zeke he doesn't even really have the numbers it's mostly Dak and and his show going on and I like it I like Amari Cooper I should have fucking picked him up in fantasy I did not see this coming yeah I'm, I'm actually I'm gonna I'm gonna say the Saints have it um simply because every once in a while like these backup quarterbacks really come out swinging having something to prove and um, and Bridgewater was always been good. I haven't watched him, so I don't know how this leg explosion has affected him. We need to stop putting C4 in football players' legs. I think that's <laughs> the first step. They like it. <laughs> um, moving on, Monday night game, last game of the week, Bengals at Steelers, two 0-3 teams. AFC North, clash. This game sucks. Let's not watch it. I, how is it interesting that every Monday week, night game? But every week the Monday night game sucks. How are they doing this? Yeah, you know what I hate about football? Monday night football <laughs> as an institution. <laughs> Why? The, the announcing team sucks. There's a dude named Booger up there. <laughs> Booger, Booger's a step up. He's a step up from last season. Come on. This game sucks. I think the Steelers will take it. Um, proud teams don't tank. But I mean, Even there, was they a, should. there was a stat of, in the Steelers game where like Mason Rudolph didn't throw a pass that traveled more than ten yards uh, more than once. Like he only did it one time. I think it was it's ridiculous how how the Steelers' offense 
has just imploded on itself, not just because Ben is out, but because Antonio Brown's gone and Le'Veon Bell's gone. They're not scary at all anymore. The only thing less scary than the Steelers' offense is the Bengals' offense. And <laughs> so it's going to be like a defensive battle, but both of their defenses are weirdly not good. It's just uh, it's it couldn't be a worse Monday night football game right now. They just – they really find – I don't even know how the schedulers – like they, they have to be prescient in some way to know that these games are going to be bad before they schedule them. Do, who's who's um, the backup QB for the Steelers? Mason Rudolph. Who is starting oh. now. Ben Roethlisberger's elbow exploded. Another explosion. <sighs> Nobody even touched him. He just threw a football and his elbow exploded. And right. he's out for the season. It's crazy. That's his grabbing arm. That's his grabbing arm. Yeah, for real. <laughs> oh, this league. I hate it so much. All right. That's why, that's why this podcast exists. It's, really, it's very, very difficult, y'all, to be a feminist and an NFL lover. I am... A contradiction in in so many ways. And as we are all male feminists, we agree with that sentiment. Yeah. <laughs> it's tough out there, man. God, why do they have to be such trash people? You've got mail. All right, let's move on to the mail segment. We've got just an uh, ever-growing pile. There's, It's coming out the doors. It's coming out Jamel's ears. Thank you so There's much, mail. listeners. Again, again, just a flurry of letters like we're fucking Santa Claus. It's pretty cool, guys. There's a whole sack over here. It's insane. But Danny, guess- you want to you grab a piece of mail from, the, from that large sack? Just pull something sack? out just at random here. All right. Let's see. Open that up. Wow, what a crazy season. First Luck retires, then all the AB stuff. Now Big Ben's out for the year, and Cam could be done in Carolina. And all these huge questions to think about, like, will Ramsey get his trade? What's going on in Cleveland? Can Daniel Jones keep it up? Could the Dolphins go 0-16? There are so many cool, interesting storylines to follow. Barely anyone has had the time to notice that I suck. Signed, Marcus Mariota. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, what a bust. The Eagles almost traded their entire franchise away to trade up to get him. That's what Chip Kelly wanted to do. That would have been rough. Probably wouldn't have won the Super Bowl. It would have saved you from the Carson Wentz-Cuck syndrome that you're suffering from now. Super Bowl 52 champions. All, whatever happened was destiny. <laughs> and I'll take it. Uh, I'm going to grab a letter right here. Um, <clears throat> this one says, A new private poll shows that the NFL team, the Washington Redskins, is actually the least racist team name in the world and that people should be more concerned about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, which is a slur against pirates. <laughs> I've personally received many phone calls from plunderers of the sea and they appreciate my efforts to shine a light onto the misuse of the B word. And also, the Chargers, Broncos, Rams, and Jags are elitist against people who can't afford such nice cars. Signed, <laughs> Dan Snyder, Washington Rams <laughs> team owner. Kick a man while he's down. Nice. Did he, did he post that on Rams.com? <laughs> you remember that fucking dumbass website he made? He made a website like four seasons ago that was like, Hey, look, see, scientists say this is all right. Young. Look, we got two Native American dudes uh, to come over here and say that this is chill. Y'all, what's up? And it was called RedkinsFacts.com. Oh, Ew. Oh, guys, I'm sorry. Um, I don't mean to interrupt the listener mail okay. segment, but I just uh, got a text. I think I should I should just read it real quick. Oh, please. please. Um, it's actually from... Uh, 
a good friend of mine, Sean McVeigh. Oh, oh yeah. Right. You guys do uh, text a lot. Yeah, we yeah, yeah. Yeah. There. yeah, I forgot about that. He's a millennial. You know, he's lots of emojis. Um, oh, because he knew I was going to be on the show, so he just wanted me to run this by you guys real quick. Um, he said, hey, guys, just wanted to pitch a team rename of the LA Rams. You know, uh, maybe you guys could get a hashtag going or something, LOL. Um, <laughs> you know, he said lots of teams have, like, bird mascots. He's kind of into that. He's a little tired of the Ram, he says. He's like, who likes horns, lol? Um, <laughs> so he says, you know, uh, we've got the Seahawks. Um, we've got a lot of other, like, you know, Hawks is, like, a good – team name for sports he says um i'd like to rename the los angeles team uh los angeles faux hawks he says yeah um so he said uh let me know what you guys think um please try and garner as much listener support as possible um go faux hawks so that's from sean i I mean yeah that's from the head man maybe we can get like a twitter poll going i really think he should have probably reached out to like the gms but i think he wants to get kind of uh grassroots grassroots sure going i'm for it yeah. Hashtag Fauxhawks. Hashtag Los Angeles Fauxhawks. Los Fauxhawks. Angeles Fauxhawks. That's Yo-hawks. the official hashtag. We hope to see it plastered all over the internet. In does the, the color scheme days. change at all? Is there anything different with the, the appearance of the, the team? logo? Certainly does. Yes. Um, and actually, it's also part of his like trying to quell CTE. On top of the helmets, there'll be a little patch of, of fur to kind of cushion. Uh, yeah. You know, that kind of goes up at a point right there. So, And then more opportunity to p- pick up penalties because you can't grab that full hawk. <laughs> exactly. That's a horse collar, dude. <laughs> For sure. I'm with it. That's a faux ma- mask. Right. Never mind. You would have to cut a little <laughs> hole in the top of the helmet, though, to leave the a little room for the faux hawk right. to breathe. All right. I, I only got one letter this week, but it's a pretty big one. Um, Anita Baker. Whoa. Army wow. legend Anita Baker cool. wrote in from Detroit, Michigan. Uh, hey, guys, huge fan of the show. Hey, Dan Hartigan, how my ass tastes. <laughs> uh, tell your man Doug Peterson next time I see him, I'm going to fuck his face like Trina. <laughs> uh, I'll get to that later. I actually wrote you guys to remind you that my debut album, The Songstress, is not fully streaming on Spotify, and I think that's bullshit. Uh, my song sometimes is a hu- is a, a great reminder that losing is sometimes a part of life. Uh, which team do you get with a losing record do you guys think still has a shot to make the playoffs? Well, we know what Hardigan's going to say. To Philadelphia Anita Eagles. Mm. Quick, quick response. Throw it right back in Anita's face like that. Uh, one and two team. I mean, it probably is the Eagles. But uh, I'm going to say probably the Chargers. I think the Chargers are going to rebound, as they always do, and they end up getting into the playoffs and then stinking it up there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't got a problem with that. I think You know what I'm going to say? I'm still – no, no, I'm not fucking with the Titans right now. I'm off the Titans wagon. You know what? I'm still going to I'm still gonna hitch it up. I'm still going to hitch it up and say the Browns. What? I'm still going to hitch it up and say the Browns, damn it. Well, actually, I think the real answer is the Falcons, but you just like to be contrarian. I like to be spicy. Yeah, you like to be contrarian. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's get our final thoughts out for the week. Um, this is what we do at the end of every show. Let's leave you with a final thought and get the hell out of here. Uh, my thing is major props to the Colts. I mean, you. I, I feel like watching this team. I have to tip my cap. You have your franchise quarterback retire two weeks before the season starts. I mean. I'm not comparing quality, but Danny, can you imagine if Patrick Mahomes just retired right now? I mean, Haley, if Aaron Donald and Sean McVay just walked away from the franchise, uh, Jamel, 
yeah. So if you, Kobe Brissett, Frank Reich, <laughs> hats off. That's a real squad in Indy. They deserve our attention and our admiration. That's not bad. Uh, my thing to uh, 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 my final take is um, for the fans of bad teams, you gotta just um, remember yourself at these times. Remember to breathe. <laughs> when things look bad, you have to remember you're not on the team. They're not paying your bills. You have to live your life despite watching something that's actually retarded. You can watch it. <laughs> And then you have to remove yourself. You have to do little things for you. I was talking to another Lyft driver the other day. You know what he did? He took a couple of days off, took his wife out. They hit the bar. They got. They did a little staycation. You got to find your staycation. You know, it's only we only got 13 weeks left, guys. And I say 13 weeks for the teams that won't be making the playoffs. You got 13 weeks left. Just do what you can to survive mentally. It's beautiful. Yeah. Jamel sees you, Bengals fan. Danny, final thoughts? You know, I just think that that we need to we, – we shit on him a lot on this show, and, and for good reason. He's a total punchline that's easy to throw out anytime you want to punctuate a statement with a joke. But I really want to say a sincere happy trails to one Eli Manning. It's over for you. I mean, you're gone after <laughs> Daniel Jones threw uh, a few touchdowns in this game and won it with his legs running into the end zone. He ran right over your heart and into the end zone. Your career in New York is now over, and by extension, your career anywhere else because everybody else in the league knows that you're washed. They wouldn't pick you up, and if they did, it's as a backup. You're not going to somehow miraculously, you know, turn the the clock back in fucking Carolina next season. It's just not going to ever happen again. You're not going to be a starting quarterback. So look back and see – that you actually did accomplish something. You won two Super Bowls, the same amount as your brother, so you guys are totally equal there in your dad's eyes. (laughs) And for a guy who everybody believed didn't love football at all, you stuck it out for 15 years. (laughs) Good for you, Eli. You did something. You really made your mark on the league. It wasn't pretty at times, most of the time, actually, the vast majority of the time. But the times that it was pretty... It was pretty pretty. <laughs> so good for you, Eli. Great career, or at least uh, one deserving of the final thought on this show. Let us know when well the flies stop swarming. <laughs> Haley, final thought. Um, you know, I kind of uh, mentioned it earlier, but I'm uh, don't sleep on C.J. Anderson. I don't know why people keep sleeping on him. Like, someone needs to fucking pick this man up. I mean, he's a star. He helped us so much last year when Gurley was out. People he's are a- sleeping on him literally, by the way, because he's pillow-shaped. <laughs> Look, he's a bulldog, and that's what you need. Gurley's got the finesse, you know? This guy will just fucking punch through a D-line. Like, he's a small guy, but he's a bulldog. Sometimes you just need someone to put your put their head down and fucking run through these people, and that's what CJ will give you. You know, he's he's not super big, but he is, he is a bulldog. You know, there's a lot of power in him. Is he so. the, the top CJ of all time? The only CJ other... McCollum? Yeah. Oh, CJ McCollum. We have He's active right CJ now. CJ from uh, Baywatch. Pam Anderson. Wow, Pam Anderson. Mm-hmm. Pam Anderson. She might be the top CJ. CJ. Probably mm-hmm. the top CJ. Mm-hmm. Any other Sorry, CJs I'm CJ missing? Anderson. Proportion's a little different there. Sorry? <laughs> Am I missing any CJs? Uh, CJ and Jamal from the Fox uh, Morning... Was... The Fox Kids cartoons. That was C-Bear and Jamal, but that was close. His name was C-Bear? C-Bear and, and Jamal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh shit, dude! Sea bear. 
My bad. I mean, he was CJ though. No, no, no. What about what about CJ from the West Wing? (laughs) Allison Janney. Yeah. One of the great performances in TV history. These are pretty good. She's got to be up there. CJ Anderson is still somewhere in the top ten CJs. Yeah, Yeah. and he's definitely the top uh, CJ that is also a running back. Yeah. So my man um, CJ Toledano. That's just a real human, I know. That's just a comedian. Yeah, he's yeah. he's into sports. Yeah. We should have CJ on the show. Sure. Let's if get we're talking it, let's about get top CJs, here. we'll do a CJ episode. Yeah, let's get a, <laughs> let's get him up in here at five AM. Let's get this thing done. Look, as much as I would love him running routes in my backyard, like he deserves way more respect than he gets. Yeah. Shout out CJ Anderson. CJ Anderson, I love you, buddy. Thanks and so all, much for your help last season. All the CJs listening out there, you are loved. <laughs> but we are sorry that football exists and that we do this show. So on that note, I'm sorry. It's the worst. Sorry, lo siento. Bye. I'm sorry. We apologize and are very sorry. I'm sorry. I wish I could quit you. <laughs> <laughs>